trained you, Danton. You owe me. I paid my dues and no more. I owe you nothing. Join me, damn it! No way. Welcome to Second Class Cinema, the show where we watch a B-movie and then immediately discuss. I am Tom. I am here with Eric, Brittany, and Dennis. Hello. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) What's up, guys? What's going on? Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. Um, Really good. Considering we just watched uh, 1987's Deadly Prey. Coming off that high. Coming off Deadly Prey, uh, (laughs) David A. Pryor special. I am praying on this Deadly. (laughs) Seriously, seriously. Um, So this was Dennis's selection. Why don't you tell us why you picked Deadly Prey? Goddamn right. I take full responsibility (laughs) for this pick. Now, Dennis, technically, this was your pick. This was outright, indefinitely, wholeheartedly my pick. Yes, it was. And I picked it. Uh, Tell us why. This come, I, I spent a lot of time on the internet, and this comes highly recommended from the internet. <laughs> and you know they have good taste and on you, the internet. And you know they have excellent <laughs> taste in anything and everything. And uh, I heard it was a shitty um, Rambo knockoff, and I love shitty knockoffs. And it was kind of a mix between that and Running Man. So I'm like, you know, I'll go, go for it. And holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Were they completely wrong? But I am so happy about that. <laughs> Awesome. So let's go into what the movie is about. Okay. What is uh, it about? Movie's about uh, Colonel Hogan is a piece of shit, and he runs this group <laughs> of mercenaries. It's like a mercenary training school. School. Mercenary, mercenary University. Camp, uh, about like 70 mi- 75 miles south of L.A. in the woods, and uh, they just kidnap people, just abduct them right off the street. Guys walking their dogs, taking out the trash. <laughs> They're driving around in the van like, is that the guy? Oh, no, let's go to another one. And they just pick people off the street, throw them in the woods, and murder them. But they and hunt them. They hunt them they down. Hunt them. And i that's the kind of first flaw with this uh, mercenary camp, because <laughs> they're just picking up Joe Schmoes. <laughs> <laughs> they just get anyone. And, yeah, the first uh, guy looked like a car salesman. Yeah, he's just <laughs> some chubby Joe Montana-looking guy. Hey, you want to buy a Hyundai? Where are you taking me, pal? <laughs> this Test <isn't>... drive. <laughs> yeah. All right. And uh, um, but then, unfortunately, they pick up Mike Danton, oh. the manliest man who ever man. Mike Manton. Mike Manton. <laughs> Mike the man Danton. Oh Mike a ton of man Manton. Mike what the man. mullet Danton. <laughs> exactly that's, right. That, that's kind of where we get into the Rambo knockoff because he is a uh, Vietnam vet who is home, and he is the man with the skills. And they they make a grave mistake of picking him up, throwing him in the woods, and then shit just goes ham. <laughs> and then the hunters become the hunted. Oh my god, in the best way. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fantastic. We're not hunting him, he's hunting us. <laughs> yeah, I think someone akin, said that. Akin to surviving the game and what's that other movie? Uh, that one with Van Damme. Hard Target. Hard Target. Hard target. That's, yeah. Yeah. You guys inform me of... The Pest, even. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically any sort of uh, hunting style plot. And uh, it did a really good job at it. This was a pretty gripping story, this right? This movie fucking ruled, if I'm just being honest. <laughs> yeah, it was amazing. <laughs> it really was. Yeah, there wasn't a dull moment in this movie. So I, I don't think there'll be any snark in this review. This was <laughs> complete love and affection for this wonderful piece. Yeah, I have like a few qualms with it, but it, nothing that even remotely yeah. affects how I feel about it overall. Oh, totally. Yeah, totally. Totally agree. So let's go right into successes, guys. <laughs> let's, just, let's just move right in. <laughs> Let's start from the beginning. Um, everything in this movie was <laughs> yes. Yeah. Everything was a complete all. success. 
Um, the credits were the failure. Because <laughs> it was finally over. That's right. <laughs> well, let's talk about Mike Denton. You Mike know? Dan- oh, my God. He's our main character. He is they, he's the prey, they initially. They waste absolutely no time. Like, yeah, like we were saying, movies like this, what was it, Rambo 2, you said it's got a lot of bullshit? Yeah, Rambo 2's got some weird, stupid shit in it. It's it, like, you know, character development. <laughs> Who wants lying and, and, and unnecessary BS like that. But this movie wastes no time establishing that Mike Danton is is a man. Is a badass motherfucker. Is a yeah. vamp. They just fill you in later. Yeah. Know, like, yeah. They just kidnap this guy, you know, who we've like skipped leg day, right? He's not that strong looking. <laughs> and then all of a sudden they put him yeah. in this environment and he's all oiled up and he is fucking ready <laughs> to go. That's what I was going to say. He was like, they catch him taking the trash out. He's wearing like a baseball tee. Nothing really special about him. <laughs> and they throw like him go. in the woods and rip him down to his like short shorts and it's just game on fucking glorious yeah dude his body is a wonderland <laughs> ew Jesus Christ what I'm saying he's ripped oh, that, that was almost as uncomfortable as a shoulder kiss oh, oh my, um, so this movie you know you could say that um, lacking character development would be a negative but for this movie it was a true positive because they filled this in later yeah. as yeah. to his relationship with everyone um which was kind of like a discovery piece. They didn't even know who they grabbed when they grabbed this guy and, and started to hunt him. And then they figured it out that, oh, shit, this yeah. is Mike Danton we they, just grabbed. In a way, I kind of like that because it mirrors us not really knowing who he is either. Mm. So we kind of experience the same thing that the mercenaries do. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's a fun little twist. I, I love how they kind of introduce us to like a smidge of his backstory. Like he's already mowed down three guys and then he comes face to face with this next guy. And the guy's like, oh, my God. Mike Danton? <laughs> I haven't seen you since the time you saved my life. <laughs> was that so the part? Was obviously, it? he's... Yeah. I thought they found out he is Mike Danton when... Colonel Hogan. Colonel Hogan stumbles upon some bodies laying there, and he goes, I recognize this style. It's my style. It's my style. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, Mike Danton? <laughs> you would have thought Mike carved his initials into the body or something. Mike Dan was here. <laughs> no, they're just non- nondescript dead bodies, but somehow he recognizes the style as his own <laughs> of death. Well, that's pretty distinct, um, and that was Colonel Hogan who discovered that. And that's he, what he, he's one of, he is the main bad guy. There's different tiers to our bad guys. He is at the very top of that list. Yep. Uh, I, I, well, I wanted to say... Um, as a success, this it, like we were getting back to the waste no time. It's I think by the 15, 20 minute mark, Danton's already got five kills under his belt. Maybe. <laughs> oh yeah, he's already uh, stab dragged. Like yeah, yeah. The pace, <laughs> the pace was like a huge success for this movie. Oh, totally. It gave me no time to be bored or like tired of its bullshit. Yeah, and it was escalating pace too. It escalated mm-hmm. until the very last moment of this movie, which we will get to later. Yeah. yeah, like to compare it favorably to a movie like, for example, Strike Commando, or as it's also known as uh, Italian Rambo Two. Yes, um, <laughs> which I also love, but that movie has a lot of obvious filler. Like, mm. just people walking through the woods while it's set to some garbage music, you know. Uh, this doesn't waste any time. And it's filler is at least entertaining filler. Yeah. As we've discussed. You Purposeful. Know, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there's just, like, maybe kind of a boring shootout. But if that's your filler in a movie like this, then you're doing a good job. Yeah. Because yeah, totally. yeah. they had the budget enough to use that as the filler, not mm-hmm. just walking through the woods, which yeah. costs nothing. <laughs> you know? 
Yeah, I like they that cared. they didn't put any unnecessary stuff in there. Like, you meet Mike Denton, and he's just in bed. He's like, I don't want to wake up today. And then his <laughs> wife, like, playfully hits him with a pillow, and then he takes the trash out, and then he's kidnapped. And they yeah. don't waste any fucking time. They're like, we're not going to build this guy up. We're just going to let him kill everybody and immediately show you what he's all about. It, I love that he goes from acting like a fourth grader that doesn't want to go to school in the morning <laughs> to being a, a vicious motherfucker. PTSD. <laughs> <laughs> that should be on his business card. Mike Denton, vicious, vicious motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, we have a dress code. <laughs> oh, you have these shorts. Was there Fuck anything you. else that we felt was especially successful? With Mike, I mean, D- beyond Mike Danton. The uh, one-liners. Yes. <laughs> From everyone, by the way. They were terrible one-liners, but they were... It was so real. <laughs> it's what I would have said. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you. You're going to die. I'm <laughs> going to kill you. You're dead. <laughs> Run. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> Very to the point. I, and I thought, once again, that is something that could be a failure in a million other movies. But for this one, it really worked out well. Oh, the, the planets aligned for this movie, I feel like. It's just everything they did it was done right. And it felt right. And it was very smooth. It was a very uh, cohesive movie. Well, it kind of fit like the term nature of the pace as well yeah exactly like the dialogue was just like dit, 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 dit. very wasting any time except for that one weird monologue which we'll get to later <laughs> oh, <laughs> Cameron do- Mitchell <laughs> my <didn't> man <laughs> but the the movie didn't do anything that I felt like it thought it couldn't do it, it stayed within its wheelhouse yes and, and it and it just nailed it yeah every time where for example to compare it favorably to Rambo 2 like Rambo 2 tries to have like these emotional moments and you don't believe it because it's a dumb blockbuster action movie <laughs> taking off of an actual good movie, First Blood. Mm. So I felt like they were just saying, okay, we're going to make Rambo 2, but we're going to take out the parts that didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> and just leave the awesome action just parts. Just the juicy, crunchy center. Oh. So any other... Uh, <laughs> wait! Wait, juicy, crunchy? Yeah. Okay, I can dig it. Uh, <laughs> so any other overall successes? Um, any other high points we can talk about? Because there were, you know, a good amount. Oh. I think we've uh, touched on... I think the special effects were pretty great. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For for what this was? See, I, I mean, disagree. That's what, I was actually going to let was you guys gonna... talk. That was going to be a failure. <laughs> Me too. Really? Yeah, totally. Well, see, you were getting technical on us. Eric and I were saying... Uh, special effects, and you're like, well, actually, there's a difference between special effects and, <laughs> and pyrotechnics. And uh, well, uh, yeah, if, well, I have, I have if a you're film gonna... degree, and... <laughs> that is not how I said it. <laughs> That's pretty close. No, <laughs> I don't sound like that. <laughs> Fucking asshole. I don't, think, I don't think I was present for this conversation. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember, remember that, that either. <laughs> <laughs> totally happened. But no, there is a difference, and they had a lot of pyrotechnics. I don't think they were necessarily great pyrotechnics. Well, why don't you guys I, tell us about yeah, why you Yeah, tell us why you good. liked it, and then we can transition to why well, we didn't like it. I was thinking, um, in particular, his, uh, his first blood-type uh, forest traps that he was setting up. I thought they were all like very convincing. The one towards the end of the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, where like you know he he set up like a little, uh, like a tree full of punji sticks that, <laughs> that the guy got launched into, and it was kind of like the it was basically aping First Blood, but since they were going for something maybe a little more extreme, First Blood's kind of more of like a, a survival piece, and this one's kind of mm. more of a I'm gonna kill these fuckers piece. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna hatefully murder fuck these guys. Yeah. Like they they had some pretty convincing like you know uh, uh, stick impalements, mm-hmm. lots of stick impalements. Yeah, I don't know. I just thought it was well done. <laughs> I don't know. I like the explosions. <laughs> all, even the even if the grenades were fucking useless, they just kind of <laughs> made you fall over. But there was lots of fire and you know dirt flying and 
Oh, it was the good. grenades just looked like M80s in reality. Yeah. <laughs> just like, snap. <laughs> but, but in the movie like this, you would expect like a boom sound effect and dirt to fly in off camera and maybe some debris. Yeah. With no fire and no explosion. The actor's nowhere near it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They just kind of jump in from off camera. But I thought there was plenty of you know fire and, 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 and bright colors for me. Yeah. Because that's what entertains me. Exactly. Bright colors. Yeah. <laughs> Man, if there there was some dangly keys in this movie, oh shit! <laughs> what about uh? So I'll agree with you, Brittany. I did not think these were particularly good. What were your reasons why you don't think they were um, up to par for being a movie about people that are getting hunted down in the woods and like mercenaries and armed forces? There was zero blood in this movie. Yeah, there was yeah. none I did not blood, like that. and it's not like oh it wasn't in the budget. Like we've made short films where we were able to make buckets of fake blood, <laughs> and it's not like it broke the bank. It's not like a hard thing to do. Yeah, and I feel like just a little bit of that would have put it like skyrocketed it even further for me because I, I loved everything about it um yeah that is true there's there's like a handful of squibs and and key moments but otherwise it is kind of like yeah the, the yeah. cheap 80s like guy gets shot and falls down no marks like really. so many people got stabbed there was no blood so many people got blown up zero blood zero guts zero dangly bits yeah <laughs> yeah i agree and i just thought that was a little weak totally and with with that it's like um the lack of blood and all that stuff took away, I thought, a lot of what it could have been. Like you said, it didn't propel it to the next level. And it was a lot... A lot of the killing scenes were, you know, good. When they first started, I was kind of into the fact that he was sneaking up behind people, stabbing him in the chest and dragging them off. But stab that, drag. Yeah, the, <laughs> a good old-fashioned stab drag. <laughs> so he did... I don't know. I would say that was 60-plus percent of his kills were just that. And it was like, well, that was... The I sneaking, wish they had done silent... More. Yeah, and... The whole end of the movie, it picked up a lot. They changed it up for the whole, the whole back kind of death montages. Uh, they did a really good job with those. So I almost didn't want to bring it up, but since it came up, then I will say that that is a low point to the movie. All right. Fair agree, enough. Yeah. Agree to disagree. It's got highs and lows. <laughs> yeah, oh, for sure. I mean, not to say that it took away. It just didn't add when it could have added. Hmm. Um, so now that we're on the topic of uh, shortcomings, what else do we have? Well, I initially had that that they didn't really introduce. What's his name, Mike? Mike Dan. Mike Dan. Hello. Welcome to the podcast, Brittany. <laughs> the fact that they didn't really introduce Mike's character to begin with, I initially thought that that was going to be a weakness. But as it progressed, and like we mentioned earlier, it kind of matched the pace of the movie, where they didn't mm. waste any time on unnecessary like plot. Yes. Yeah. And kind of just launched us into it. I don't think that necessarily that was a weakness anymore, having discussed previously what there we did. Little, yeah. There were little but nuggets of info, little nuggets of uh, exhibition here, here <laughs> and there. <laughs> Exhibitionists. <laughs> you know, hey, the, for us film grads, that's exposition. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just so you know. Yeah, the pyrotechnics team handles the exhibition. <laughs> <laughs> the fireworks exhibition. <laughs> <laughs> there are little uh, bits and pieces here and there, like somebody would just blurt out in that time that I took a bullet for you. And then when uh, Hogan was talking, he's like, I trained a thousand men and he's one in a thousand. <laughs> Except for this guy right here. <laughs> yeah, who the other uh, bad guy, Lieutenant Thornton, is kind of the second tier bad guy uh, for the bad guy mercenary team. Um, he's like the goon, but he's like the more scary one. He's like the leader of the goons. Yeah. yeah. Goon squad. Yeah. I thought another shortcoming to this movie, too, and uh, you can disagree with me as well, is the sound design. 
was really repetitive. Oh, Jesus, it was the eighties. What do you expect? <laughs> hey, man, I'm I'm reviewing the movie. <laughs> Were we talking about how we love how people talk back then? It sound like the like sound a- design, dude. That's the creation of the sound effects. They sounded fine. <laughs> they, it was they repetitive. Sounded. They used the same ones over I and over again. I heard everything. It did kind of have that uh, that robo vampire thing going on. Yeah, it had a lot. <laughs> <laughs> There was one like ex- one grenade sound, one gun sound, one rocket launcher yeah, sound. Yeah, one punch noise that e- like everyone <laughs> did. <laughs> yeah. That's oh, all. there were so many. Sorry, I just need to sidebar about how many repetitive punches to the face there were in this movie. Lots of backhands. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like a seven-piece combo, and then the other guy would just start fighting back, and then he would have like a seven-piece combo, and it'd just go back and forth. Oh, I loved it. I think you'd be a nitpicky. No, I'm being, I'm, I'm presenting but, the but, shortcomings of the movie. But I'm going to say because there's so there, the shortcomings were so few and far between. Do you have to get nitpicky and say something like, "Well, the sound effects"? Well, yeah, oh, because because like this movie was fucking gr- awesome. Exactly. Ah! So that's why I'm presenting the things that failed about it. Okay. That's what makes it good. I don't think it's nitpicky because it, while it's true, I don't think it really in any way it didn't affect affected it. your overall feeling. No, about it the didn't. Movie. Like just if saying, this, if this is where it came short. Just calling a spade a spade. Exactly. Yeah, like yeah. If, if this movie is like a ninety-seven out of a hundred, like if you fix the sound design, it become like a ninety-nine out of a hundred. Exactly. They if did, you added some blood, it would have taken it from a ninety-nine to a one hundred. A little bit of extra credit. Yeah, that's all. It was still an A. <laughs> so relax. <laughs> Hey, who's relaxed? <laughs> You're the one yelling. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm moving on. Get with the program. <laughs> Jesus hey. Christ. I don't know what movie you were watching. <laughs> thought we were, thought we were reviewing stuff here, um, but we could transition into risks, right? And we all have one risk that we think was one big one. Yeah. Yeah, one big one, and that was kind of the the end of the movie, the thing that put our character Mike Denton over the edge. Uh, if we want to tee it up, it was. Uh, they had eventually kidnapped his wife as well, held her hostage to try and get him to come out. Try to smoke him out. Try and smoke him out. So they, they got <laughs> yeah, the wife. because he just goes home at one point. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> they, they got him out in the woods playing the deadliest prey, and then he kills them all. And just uh, then the sad music, and he goes, I'll just uh, go home, and he, he goes walks, home. Yeah, he just walks home. <laughs> he walks 70 miles, <laughs> 75 miles home. Was that home? Yeah, that yeah, was his Yeah, he house. went back to his house. Remember, because uh, the diaper genie oh, was waiting for him. <laughs> Did he just get there, and his wife wasn't there, and yeah. the yeah. brunette yeah. army broad was there? Correct. The woman who was wearing the military-grade diapers. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, that was her. She was there. and She uh, was waiting in his house. Some awesome <laughs> 80s sexism with regarding the wardrobe. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, how is that sexist? I can see the underneath. The fact that everyone else is wearing fucking jeans and the only woman that is a mercenary <laughs> is wearing fucking denim underoos <laughs> that like go up her asshole. Yeah, but I was going to say, if you no see bra. half the time, because she was wearing this giant shirt. <laughs> oh my God. That you said looked I'm like not a- saying it wasn't great because it was, but. <laughs> what did you say it looked it's like? It's the 80s, baby. What was the- Yeah, you got to show you Bush. <laughs> <laughs> what was the thing you said it looked like? A giant? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. They look like a hospital Johnny over like denim underwear. Listen, uh, when I think sexy. That's the first thing that comes to mind. Totally. Big but yeah. Anyway, oh. the wife. Sorry, we got so off track. About that. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> I had to talk about the underwear. I had to talk about diapers for twenty minutes. <laughs> All right. Crucial plot element. Yeah. So if I was so going to be in punch, so out, I think home. I would be Soto Popinski. <laughs> so they got the wife hostage, right? And then. 
Uh, they they have her captured. She's in the woods. He realizes that they have her, and then end culmination, the bad guy kills his wife right in front of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. After Ma- raping her. Yeah, they raped her as well. She admitted to the rape. Colonel Hogan raped her. Lieutenant Thornton shot her. It's true. Right in front of this guy. That was pretty ballsy. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly right. And they set it up like she was going to get rescued, too. Oh, yeah, totally. At one point, like, you know, uh, uh, Hogan has a gun to her head and Tim Curry shows up and shoots him. Yeah, and Tim they're Curry. about to escape. Jack Cooper. Yeah. Tim Curry. And they're about, <laughs> <laughs> they're about to escape. So you're like, OK, you know, it's standard, you know, action movie. You know, the, the, the wife's going to get rescued and they're going to go home and they're going to have two and two and a half kids. And uh, they'll be happy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Once it's down to like the good guy, bad guy hostage dynamic, rarely does it ever end with the hostage getting killed. It never does. Never, ever. I can't think of a single instance where it happens. No, it doesn't happen. Yeah, not often. But then they did it in this one. So that was pretty risky. And they, I mean, there was a lot of men, uh, man on woman crime, a lot of beating yeah. of women, and yeah. then the, the raping of women. And they were pretty much treated like shit and then killed. Which yeah. I guess, I think the rape would be another risk too, because I feel like that. Is she admitted in, it. I feel yeah, like it's they, insinuated in a lot of action was, films. Yeah, You're just, just like, obviously, what do you think they're going to do with a hot woman that they take hostage? But nobody ever goes there. But yeah. they totally went there. Yeah, they catch, uh, uh, what was his name? Cameron, uh, uh, whatever. Diaz. Cameron Diaz. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> nope. And when they bring him in, she flat out says, they raped me, daddy. Like, oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like you said, you, they allude to it, but they never come right out and say. Yep. And they did. They uh, they sure did. It was pretty brutal. That was a risk, I think. Yeah, definitely. Could have backfired. They didn't have to do that. They totally didn't have to. And I thought it did actually make the movie slightly better. Mm. Kept me on my toes. You know, didn't quite know where it was going to go. A lot of the time, actually, I was like, what's going to happen? I hope they do this. But every time I said I hope they would do it, they did it. (laughs) Whatever it was. Oh, To add on top of that, when Mike Denton goes home to find his wife and he finally changes out of his denim... Short shorts. Loincloth. <laughs> um, and into his army duds. And he finds the brunette mercenary lady there. And she tells them that they have his wife hostage. And he gets off the phone with the colonel and then, like, shoots her in the face repeatedly. Yeah. I, thought that, was, the face. I yeah. thought that was a strength, actually, because there's not a whole lot of lady death in uh, yeah. movies. He didn't give a fuck. Like, there was no, con- like, he just hit her with the phone and then shot her close range in the face four times. Yep. Yeah, that was, that was pretty brutal. Yeah. So let's move on to some favorite parts, then. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's oh. kick it up. Uh, Dennis, I know you're rich and get your favorite part out. <laughs> Actually, well, it's two. It's it's both parts involving Cameron Mitchell, uh, who is uh, his wife's father in the movie. And he comes to save the day, and he does so hard. He kills, like, uh, the mercenaries, I guess, are working for this, like, businessman-type yeah, person. Uh, Mr. Michaelson, I think his yeah. name is. Was that Michelson, his name? Yeah. I, I didn't catch that. But he's, like, a sleazy businessman, I guess, who somehow is involved with mercenaries. Paying for this operation. Yeah, he's I was assuming he's, like, a politician or, like, some... Yeah, he was yeah, putting millions like that. into this operation yeah, that they were doing, training mercenaries and yeah, whatnot. Yeah, I, I think the idea is he's going to run, like, operations in, like, South America or something like that. Yeah, he's building up his army is yeah. what he's doing. Okay. And uh, at one point, he's driving away for some reason, and Cameron Mitchell, who's the father... Uh, plays possum in the street so the guy pulls over to check it check out the body and cameron mitchell gets up pulls a gun on him and goes to this incredible monologue <laughs> about how he used to be a police officer for 28 years and how there's no music in the streets <laughs> <laughs> and people are raping everybody and shooting dope in their arms and then says die you son of a bitch and shoots the guy yeah it was yeah, fucking was awesome good. and then there's another part like two minutes after that where cameron mitchell uh ambushes one of the mercenaries in the woods and says are you friend or foe <laughs> and the guy goes friend 
You're a liar. <laughs> and blows him away. Oh. He did have a pretty good uh, stint there with his dialogue. Oh, it was yeah. incredible. I don't know. That monologue was kind of painful. And for the first like 30 seconds, you're like, what is he talking about? It was like a run on sentence, like <laughs> like hit on the piano from Samurai oh Cop. It felt like an endless looping He's sentence. He's like the slime in the gutter of the streets and the <laughs> sin and the was, this. And it's got no music down there. And then there's uh, the, the raping and the, the heroin and the arms and the crime and the, and the 27 years and the end of and the boom, 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 boom. There were no punctuation <laughs> yeah, in that sentence. <laughs> none at all, man. He was just reading. I tolerate it, though, because like he's got that good old man gravel voice going oh, on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like uh, back in you know the 80s, you had like these these kind of older actors. They probably served in the Korean War. They need money. <laughs> yep. So they just hired them on to be badasses. <laughs> I'm a fan of that. We don't really get that anymore. Yeah. No, that, that that's waning. Uh, Eric, what is your favorite part? Ooh, no. I have so many things written down, but um, one of my favorite kills was uh, he's he's at the the mercenary base and the guy the like some guy sneaks up on on Mike Danton and he turns around and he pulls a grenade off of his vest and he shoves it down his pants <laughs> <laughs> and he's like he's just like he's just grasping at his groin because I guess I don't know maybe it sack tapped him and, <laughs> and the grenade explodes and you think okay that was a pretty funny kill but then like a good like long enough for you to forget that that guy got killed. Like, totally. Say, like a good 15, 20 seconds later. Yeah. It just cuts to a single military boot sitting there smoking. <laughs> and it's still, it's like it's standing up straight. Like he just got blown out of his boots. <laughs> straight up Wiley Coyote. <laughs> that was excellent. Phenomenal. That was an awesome part. Yeah. There was a lot of little touches like that. that yeah. Just made it comical, but more enjoyable. I agree. Um, a couple of things I liked that were small things. Um, and it had to do with uh, some of the camera work. They they did like um like these tilt up shots a lot. I don't know if you guys noticed, but like you know the hero shots where it's like, oh, this is our hero glistening in the sunlight because in his oily abs. <laughs> right? Is there like as he walks towards the camera, it kind of like yeah, the, a, a couple of those as as they were walking or and like uh, when they first had him uh, captured and they were about to release him in there, they did this really good tilt up. And then with the bad guy, they had like a a shot of the sunglasses and as he was putting them on, they like tilted the camera up to do it. So they did a lot of a lot of low angle stuff to really make these characters feel powerful, which is a pretty good technique because it really worked out yeah. well. It really did. So it was like a, a little touch that they added all the time that I thought was really good. Actually, like you mentioned, I also, um, I like that they kind of set up the characters using the camera work a little bit. Like like you said, the um, Mike Danton is always kind of shown in the sun. Yeah. Like a little like glistening, like he's the good guy. And then like you have this uh, Lieutenant Thornton who's like the most inconceivably bad guy in the movie and like he's always shot in silhouette he's always wearing all, yeah wearing all black you know he's got the sunglasses he looks a little bit like Stallone yeah uh, you or, could watch this movie with no dialogue <laughs> and you'd know exactly what was happening exactly yeah. he's always shoot, shot in silhouette while he shoots his own men <laughs> <laughs> yeah he did a lot of that didn't he? He, he I think he killed more of his own men than Danton did. I know he's running around like oh they're killing us all as he's like killing his own guys <laughs> Nobody uh, picks a nose in my platoon. <laughs> Bang. Can't use all the soldiers you can get or anything. I know. <laughs> right. So, Britt, what was your favorite part? Um, my end was the favorite, and I know we wanted to cover that as a group. Yes. Yeah, so. so we had a collective I'm going to just part, skip so over to two of my favorite kills, which were the ones where he popped out of the lake. Oh, <laughs> yes. um, uh, yeah. So one of the mercs goes down by the lake, and he's, like, checking things out. And then Danton just randomly pops out of the lake unseen and grabs the guy i don't even remember how he killed him i just he was just dragged him under the water yeah i was gonna like, say dude just like body slam him into the water yep <laughs> marco so that was awesome <laughs> and then um another one of the mercenaries is in the woods and he sees like a, 
a gun just laying on a pile of leaves with a sign that says free gun (laughs) (laughs) so he like he like ambles on over and he's like looking all suspiciously around at the gun and he like bends down to grab it and Dan just pops up from under the pile of leaves and like stabs the guy in the collarbone (laughs) it was awesome and he has a great one liner at that point too he goes (laughs) (laughs) that's still shot of him popping out of the leaves with like his teeth gritted and he's just like sounds like a thwomp from Mario (laughs) yeah that was awesome this movie was like I don't want to say it was campy because it wasn't really it was enough but it was I don't know I can't even accurately describe no it was shot at a camp like it was serious (laughs) but yeah but what, it didn't take itself too seriously, wh- maybe? What you said, and I thought this is exactly right, it was it ha- it was better than it had any right to be. Yeah. So it was, yeah. like, really enjoyable. Like, we enjoyed it. But, like, I don't know. I think it came out better on the other side, uh, all completed and finished as a final piece, as, it, as opposed to, you know, it in pieces, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think we, like, at least I did anyway. I was kind of like, oh, schlockfest. Like, this is going to be ridiculous. And it was a legit action movie that was awesome. That <laughs> delivered. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, delivered at every point. How many times did we call something and say, I hope he does this, or I hope he says this, <laughs> and then immediately <laughs> it happened. Yeah. Oh, when he's gearing up, you're like, I hope he puts, like, nothing, no shirt on, but puts, like, a vest over it. <laughs> Comes out with, like, a vest with, like, bullets and grenades oh attached to it. I've Tom's like, oh, I hope they do, like, the Predator. Like, the Predator handshake. <laughs> yeah, the Predator. Oh, they did. Two seconds later, they, like, pump fist. Yeah. <laughs> there was a lot of cheering for this movie. Yeah, yeah I was we just like, going to say, I can't think of any movie I've cheered this much yeah. while watching it. Dude, the credits rolled. We're sitting on the couch and we all just start clapping. Yeah, <laughs> like in our sweet. living room. <laughs> it was 100% fun. Yeah, it was a great time. And the, so the very last collective favorite part of the whole movie, uh, <laughs> if you've never seen this movie, if you have seen this movie, you know exactly what we're talking about. <laughs> it is the, the final battle between Mike Danton and uh, Lieutenant Thornton. After. After Thornton kills uh, Danton's wife. It really sets him off. <laughs> it sets him off, right? So he, <laughs> he pulls out, he drops his gun, pulls out a machete screams at the top of his lungs and just runs directly at Lieutenant Thornton, who's shooting and missing and shooting, shooting in the and wrong missing. direction. Just yeah. terrible. <laughs> and so Mike Danton swings the machete and cuts <laughs> Lieutenant Thornton's arm off. <laughs> and then he picks his arm up and Lieutenant Thornton goes in for the chokehold with his other hand. <laughs> and then Mike Danton starts beating Lieutenant Thornton to, to death with his own arm. <laughs> so ridiculous. And, and once he's beat him into submission, then he has him on the ground whimpering and crying like a little girl. Mm-hmm. Pulls his Rambo knife out. Fucking scalps that bitch. And he yeah. scalps him. <laughs> Scalp that motherfucker. Because I was like, he like, he cuts his arm off and then beats him, which is fucking awesome and unexpected. Yes. And then I'm sitting there and I'm like, I'm like, no, stab him so many times. That's not nearly <laughs> enough. I'll do you one better. Yeah. I know. And then the scalping was perfect. And it was really well done because like you, it cuts up at him. Like it does one of those tilt up shots and like you see this like psychosis in his eyes. Like, yeah. For like a kind of a lunkhead action movie star, like C movie action movie star. He's got good like facial expression oh yeah, yeah i thought he was awesome he yeah. was awesome he's got that good rubber face where he can just convey so much emotion with mm. just grit in his teeth and <laughs> totally. gargling a bit he's yeah he's got a good face yeah, as he was, a leading he was man and like the purposes that they needed him for i thought he was perfect he was really good yeah. i mean at I first i him. thought it was laughable because he was so like i don't know johnny california with yeah. his fucking bleach blonde mullet and <laughs> super short shorts his cutoffs yeah <laughs> but i don't know yeah, it just worked out. Yeah, all he's got to do is be shiny and muscly and growl a lot, and he <laughs> fucking delivered. Yeah, and also, to that point, uh, Ted Pryor was the guy who played uh, Mike Danton, 
is director David Pryor's brother. Ooh. So they were brothers. So that was a really cool uh, thing to figure out at the end. They're like, hey, they were brothers. And uh, that was really cool. And apparently they made A Deadliest Prey in 2013, which is kind of the sequel to Deadly Prey. Same team, too. Same How crew. old is he now? I mean, we watched the trailer for it. He still looked pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Really? Not bad. I mean... He'd have to be what, like in his mid-fifties. Even back. Colonel Hogan didn't look like he I aged that much. I wonder if he's still able to bring like the same physicality that he brought in this ah. movie because he was actually really convincing. Oh, he was great. Like, he was smooth. Yeah. Yeah. It was at one point where he kind of shambles up a tank. Yeah. And he 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 reaches from bottom to the top in two seconds. Yeah. He yeah. just like grabs the barrel and like swings up and <laughs> throws a grenade in and like yeah. launches himself down. <laughs> like holy shit, he didn't slip or anything. Yeah. Nimble. He was a gazelle. <laughs> Killing all those uh, Vietnamese. Is that who it was? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, he was in Vietnam, right? No, they were in California. California. No, he was a Vietnam vet. That's oh, why he was. Okay. I get it. Jesus fucking Christ, guys. <laughs> like, no, no, this was in California, bro. <laughs> I know. I didn't sleep through this movie. <laughs> That's right. Another good point. Uh, so let's rate it then. Oh, oh wait, hold on, Eric. Was, we have one more thing. I was going to say, I mean, to go back to the fact that the. Um, the director and the lead actor were brothers. I was wondering why that might be this movie was such a success. Oh, that there was like working a, relation? Like a really tight working relation as opposed to, you know, kind of a dickhead director directing some guy that doesn't really want to be there, but he's got to collect the paycheck. Solid communication skills. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Being able to, te- to detect what the other is wanting to do. I bet that had a lot to do with it. Mm. Yeah. But a lot went unspoken that they just understand. Yeah. Like, they probably talked about making a silly movie when they were, like, 13. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's awesome. And I thought that was really... I think that also added to how good the movie ended up coming out in the end. Mm. So let's rate it, then. Who wants to start? Do you want me to start? Fuck yeah! Fuck Fuck yeah! yeah! That was really loud. Let's do it one more time. One, two, three. Fuck Fuck yeah! That one was way better. A very collective <laughs> fuck yeah. We don't even have to talk about it, really. No This way. movie just gets a fuck yeah. This movie such a good... fucking speaks for itself. I think <laughs> after <laughs> we've spoken for it, yeah. I don't know how many times I've said with fuck yeahs in the past, like, it's got everything you want. Like, you know, it's, it's what you want out of a shitty movie, but this wholeheartedly... It wasn't even a shitty movie, No, I, there, like I said at the beginning, there's no snark. It's just, it's fun. It's action-packed. Lots of good one-liners. It's everything you want. Yeah, yeah, it's a really good one. Fuck yeah. Yeah, fuck yeah. Just genuine, non-ironic enjoyment of this movie. Straight totally, on. yeah. It's our first fucking sweep, guys. Can you believe it? <laughs> oh, my oh, God. First just one. let it die. Oh God. <laughs> Wait, technically, technically, it was our first fucking sweep. I'll let the first fucking sweep die if we let technically die. I am on board with letting them both die, frankly. <laughs> if you haven't seen my look of defeat every time you guys brought it up <laughs> in the past two episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm confused every time. What do you mean? What, that bit well, at the beginning? Well, it's the first fucking sweep. Oh, I'm like, one. wait, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, guys. Ever. Didn't we say that? <laughs> um, yeah, it's not the first one. Yeah, so a fuck yeah all around. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. It was I'm a great time. Watch it again. It was great. Yeah, I would watch yeah. it again. And yeah. I, I think we have Deadliest Prey uh, in, very, uh, in our near future. Oh, yeah. For Absolutely. sure. That's on my purchase list. <laughs> Any final thoughts, ladies and gentlemen? Um... You're going to die. <laughs> you're, you're dead. I'm going to kill you. You're dying now. I'm going to review my list and see if there's anything that I forgot yeah. to mention. Fuck you. Oh, when he clubbed that dude with a tree. Oh, <laughs> oh that, was one, that was actually one of the first things he did. Damn if it. not the yes. first thing. That should have been one of my favorite that, parts, Yeah, Was too. that the first kill? That was the first it thing he did. It was one of... Was it the first? I think, I think it, it was. was the very very first. early on, yeah. Yeah, it was at least top three. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, no, that was awesome. He's an entire tree to hit somebody. Down. Yeah, <laughs> like you think in first blood, like he sets up like the tree trap and it hits like a bunch of dudes. Stallone set up a trap and like he used that leverage 
that the trap had. Mike, Mike Dan-, Dan takes an entire tree and hits you with it. <laughs> Mike Dan has no time for setting up traps <laughs> and all of Rambo's bullshit. He's going to take the tree and whack him. Whack him. <laughs> Give him a whack. Give him a big old whack. Just whack him. All right. So uh, you've been listening to Second Class Cinema. We're just coming off watching 1987's Deadly Prey. It was a fuck yeah. Oh, it was. Yes, Catch it. Was. it. Fantastic. Um, um, I have a note in my, in my notebook that just says, holy shit, in capital letters. That's, that's <laughs> the last note I took. And that's all you really needed to take. Um, I believe this is on YouTube? Uh, yeah, I think probably. so, yeah. Uh, we purchased it from uh, VHSPS.com. That's where we got it. Yay. Yeah. And, and you can get and it there. The, this guy still makes movies, as we said. So I, yeah. I would say, you know what? Show your support. And um, if there's a way to get this movie the correct way I would love to see a way to do it yeah because we got ours from VH, VHS Dave Pryor Rip. David A. Pryor yep. David Pryor okay yep he did uh, he's still making movies like I said 2013 they had the sequel to this come out he had one last year too I can't remember the name though awesome yeah we should probably dive in his collection yeah Absolutely. definitely we should just do a month <laughs> ah, I'd love Pri- to do a prior month. Yeah, <laughs> prior's priority. <laughs> uh, so you can find us on Facebook for more information. Uh, Facebook.com/slash Second Class Cinema. We are uh, on Instagram, Second Class Cinema. We're on Twitter at Two ND Class Podcast. It's the number Two ND Class Podcast on Twitter. Uh, YouTube, Second Class Cinema, everywhere. MySpace, MySpace. Uh, all of our, our first EP is up there. Imager. Oh, we are on Imager. We're going to start uploading um, B-movie GIF files. Um, so right now we've got a, a little collection of Zombie 90 <laughs> GIF files, and we're going to start working through our stuff and putting more up there for people to use. Update Next. your reaction image library. Exactly. <laughs> It'll be great. Um, and also on our website, too, we have uh, on the Podbean website, secondclasscinema.podbean.com, we have all of the movies that we've watched um, that were on YouTube embedded on our site. So you can just come right to the site, go on to the Second Class Cinema Movies and Trailers, go there, and you can watch all the stuff we've watched. Uh, if you uh, want to reach out to us through email, secondclasscinema at gmail.com. If you have uh, any movies you'd like us to watch and discuss, thanks a lot. Now the podcast's over. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, friend or enemy? I'm a friend. You're a liar. Good night, everybody.